With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Jake Knapp is the inventor of the design sprint and the New York Times bestselling author of the book Sprint. He's also the co-founder of Character, a venture fund for early stage startups. How and why did you start using Miro? I came from this position of thinking, I don't want to be doing stuff online to thinking now when I do a sprint in person with a company, it's like, we're going to use Miro, even though we're all in the same room, because that's a better way for us to get this work done. As an investor, we're basically investing in their ability to solve problems. We're saying, we think this group of people is going to be able to solve a problem in a really great way and create value by doing it. And actually, you need to give people the tools that can help them make decisions, help them collaborate, help them visualize and see things in a different way. And Miro does all those things. So to me, at least as an investor, I'm thinking, give the team the tools that are going to help them think, that are going to make the most, brighten their, their skills as smart folks. And Miro is at the top of that list for me. Hello and welcome back to the Villa View for a match preview. James, thanks for joining me. We're talking about Sheffield Wednesday, uh, this Saturday. How are you feeling about this one? Obviously, Mr. Mr. Steve Bruce returns. I think we're obviously going to speak about that at some point, but there's a lot, Probably, there's a lot going yeah. on, isn't there? It's a uh, whole narratives there, the whole storylines there. Um, pretty much another match. Removing all the, you know, the emotion, it's another match for Aston Villa. Sheffield Wednesday, another must-win. Yeah, it's another must-win uh, for both teams. You know, Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. In playoff contention, believe it or not, um, it's, they're gonna, it's hard going, but they do have a chance, and that that chance is only there if they beat Villa. Like yeah. much like Villa's <clears> chances, <throat> they have to beat Sheffield Wednesday to get that playoff position. You it's, can't mess up now. It's that tight, isn't it? That pretty much any team yeah. that's around, sort of probably eighth, maybe ninth and above, you got Preston, Sheffield Wednesday, mm-hmm. Derby, Middlesbrough, us, and I know Bristol City have got games in hand, but that's sort of five or six teams there that yeah. could finish in that fifth or sixth place that. Whoever slips up now is probably going to miss out because I think the other teams are going to be so so sort of so up for it that you've probably got maybe one or two losses that you can get away with. Other than that, you've got to be hundred percent form. Absolutely, and I think the dumb stat is that every team outside the bottom bottom three can mathematically qualify for the playoffs. That's that's mad. That's mad to me. That is mad. But Sheffield Wednesday probably cut off any team below Sheffield Wednesday I'm really thinking yeah. that is not happening what's the points difference between like how many Sheffield United, Sheffield United how many Sheffield Wednesday on now I think they're on 56 so are we 59? we're on 60 60 now so a win look we should check that they've got, they've got a hard a hard run in they have to verse us Forest Preston I think QPR that Preston Norwich. game could be big it's, it's going to be massive each game most of the games they play against teams they, they're going to need to you know it's a lot of six pointers there basically yeah just checking the table very quickly <laughs> so Villa 60 points you're yeah. right 
Uh, Derby County 59 points, but our goal difference is eight better than theirs, that's which is that's important. Middlesbrough 58 points, Forest 57 points, Preston 57, Sheffield Wednesday 56. I think that's a cut off for the playoffs there. Yeah, Hull are on 54, so they're six points behind yeah, us. Yeah, real, real outside chance there. That's I think he, I'd class Sheffield Wednesday with an outside chance, to be honest. I yeah, think he is. I he think is. it's between Bristol, Derby, Middlesbrough and Villa. Yeah. Four goes into two. Absolutely, yeah. Are we one of those two? I think so. I think uh, mathematically, it's in our hands. It's you not, know. though, because the game's in hand. Yeah, but if we win all ours, we're in. Because right. uh, we got Bristol. Yeah. So yeah, true. It's totally, it's totally. It totally sounds weird to say it's in our hands because of the, because of the games in hand. But I think the one is against Middlesbrough. Mm. Actually, they played that now. Yeah, they played. They played that. They beat they they yeah, Bristol yeah. one, didn't they? Yeah. But I think the other game in hand is the week before the last game. Is it? Is it the midweek yeah, before the final game? Yeah. It's, so it's going to come down to quite quite a crunch. But I think if they carry on, even if they lose to Bristol City, I'm more worried about Derby, right? To be honest, there's two places up for grabs. You got to win the points. And well, yeah, because we massive. said, didn't we, that just because we drop, um, just because Bristol get into it, doesn't mean that we'll drop out. It's Middlesbrough that are the ones that have, that have been dropped out there. I think they're down to eighth now. Yeah, they're, they're and they were fifth for ages. Tanking. So I think I think they've lost five in a row now. Middlesbrough. Yeah, it's pretty going off to, it's, off it's, it's, it's Wednesday, chaos, so basically. It's just madness because let's just say it seems very unlikely that Middlesbrough win the next five in a row. They'll be right back up there. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to discount anyone at this stage, and very much so with Villa. That, like you say, we've just got to keep winning. I think you can probably get away with dropping points in a couple of games. But like weirdly, I think I don't know whether someone else has said this, or I've seen it on Twitter. I'd rather drop points to Rotherham midweek and gain points against Sheffield Wednesday and Bristol because yeah. you at least guarantee you're taking points away from a promotion contender as well. Absolutely. The obvious game is I will beat Rotherham. That's <laughs> the easier game, but. If anything, if we are going to drop points at some point, I'd rather we drop points to somebody that's not going to affect our position. I think it makes sense reasonably, yeah. So let's talk about the elephant in the room. Not like that, Mr Steve Bruce, Sheffield Wednesday manager. Doing very well, (laughs) doing very well there. Uh, What do you make of his his time at Villa, firstly? Um, It's mixed back, like... Looking looking back on it now, Dean Smith's been here, what, sort of five, six months? Yeah, I think, obviously, we're doing better, we're playing better. Um, Steve Bruce did get a number of results last season. Um, we kind of did a, you know, we were we were tanking in that first season. We were doing rubbish, and that kind of steadied out. All you can just say was it's steady at best. We won a lot of games, yeah. didn't we, last year, and yeah. we, had, we had some good times. But ultimately, we didn't do the job that he was brought in to do. No. And this season, we were rubbish, pretty much. I think when he was sacked, the record was we'd won one in nine, ten, something yeah, like that. You, you think about the squad we had, like Chester, Grealish, Abraham, and Dean Smith seems to. have Gotten some better results yeah. um, out of that same same squad up to January or winter when it kind of went downhill. But I think we, for the most part, we're playing better and looking more positive. And I think <coughs> there's a number of decisions which do land on Bruce's doorstep, like the defender situation. Yeah, you know, I think something could have been done there. I, I can see that for sure. Something could have been done in the summer to change that, but I don't know. What about Sheffield Wednesday? Because obviously, I, he was unbeaten for a long time at one side. I don't know whether they still are. They still are, yeah. They're still unbeaten. That's, yeah, I think that's, it's that's, that's a good good record. 11 games, and this obviously sticks. I think there was a lot of draws in there, though. But they've got themselves up into promotion contention when yeah. they weren't really anywhere near, because obviously that's like the manager, so yeah, they weren't anywhere near. It's a lot of draws, right? And you're thinking now, what if someone of those draws wins? That'd be yeah. right up there. Anyone can say that, though. Yeah, anyone. That's the main thing, isn't it? Draws into wins. But. That started when they sacked Yos Lahuka, which, you know... Good pronunciation. <laughs> I've been practising that. <laughs> so I've probably got it wrong, someone's <laughs> going to comment. Um, but no, that's, that did start when they changed the manager. Um, yeah. And Steve Bruce obviously had a, 
hiatus before he joined and so they're unbeaten from before he joined but he carries yeah. that run on and more so those results have been under him they've been playing they've looked a lot more solid um, I'd compare them much to Blackburn the team we've just played they're probably what Blackburn should be right. you know, in the best situation that's probably what Blackburn should be and in the worst situation Sheffield Wednesday would be what Blackburn are now yeah um, but I think you know at the start of the season, towards the middle, Sheffield Wednesday were looking bad. You know there was you know financial fears, they weren't kicking on at all under the manager. And you're looking that's an outside bet for relegation there. The season's been completely turned around, and Steve Bruce is like it or not a factor in that. Yeah, yeah. And Sheffield Wednesday fans, of course, there was the article. I'm pretty sure we'll talk about. They are they have every right to defend their manager. We'll talk about it now. Yeah. Talk about it now. Tell me about this. Explain. Oh, I'll try and explain you go it. For it. You go. So there's. What I like in this too is you often see these articles come up from sort of publications and stuff where you, you read it as an outsider where you're not involved in the team and you just sort of go, well, yeah, whatever, like, if it's they've written this article, it must be true sort of thing. I know that's probably a, probably a wrong way to assess journalism, but another club is writing about, another journalist is writing about that club, whatever they get on with it. But when it's your own team that's involved in it, you sort of go, well, that's a load of lies, that, yeah. that one over there, because I know that what really happened. Yeah. So this article is basically going, poor Steve Bruce, he had a horrible time at Villa. He was never backed. Uh, what the Villa fans, how the Villa fans treated him, was a disgrace. And the whole of the footballing world will be behind Sheffield Wednesday this weekend, hoping that he can beat Villa. Which, for a start, besides <laughs> Villa and Sheffield Wednesday fans, most people aren't don't even know this game is taking place. No. Apart from the teams that affect the playoffs, Bristol, Preston, all these teams, they'll have an eye on it. But Man United and Man City fans aren't sitting there this weekend going, "Oh, I hope, I hope Sheffield United beat Villa for that." Oh. <laughs> doesn't yeah. happen does it so you yeah. see this article from from when you've got a perspective on it and go you're just talking rubbish yeah there'd be like a rogue set of kind of older generation journalists and ex-footballers who will feel aggrieved that one of theirs was brutal he was like any sacking in football is brutal i think we have to get over that any sacking in football <clears> is usually brutal it comes at a bad time it's always personal and there's always bad blood there when a, when a sacking is made like that. Yeah, but that was two ways from, it was. from Bruce when he was talking yeah, about exactly. the bad few and demeaning fans, intelligence mm. and stuff. Just, the only one thing I'll agree with in that article about the cabbage. Cabbage was too yeah, far. Yeah, but like... Bringing cabbage... Yeah, the bringing journalist the was going on like... It, that's stupid. The journalist was going on like, like would beat him to death with a cabbage yeah, yeah, or yeah. hit him really hard in the head and it was just like kind of limply rolled at his feet from... Or just I can't pushed remember. Down. It was near, near me, but I don't remember. It was an old bloke as well. He's chucked in it. I can't... For me, there's nothing in it and there was a lot of... Fra- you know, there was a lot <laughs> of friction between Bruce and the fan base and it goes both ways. He's entitled yeah. to punch back, in my Every, opinion. Yeah, true. But also, if you're going to be sort of antagonising is the yeah. word I guess in, in press conferences and stuff and in post-match interviews you're going to get people taking things the wrong way whether you intend it or not and it was one of those ones where it felt like towards the end that this relationship regardless of football is never going to be yeah. repaired that even if you win the next sort of three or four games people are always going to be thinking in the back of our mind maybe you shouldn't have said what you said and yeah. maybe we shouldn't have done what we've done but I look at it now and go I don't really care about Steve Bruce <laughs> like, as a manager I don't care he's not our manager anymore I'm, I'm with Dean Smith now yeah, I care about what Villa are doing. The fact that I'm not even 100% sure whether Steve Bruce, Steve Bruce is still on being at Sheffield Wednesday tells you all you need to know. I'm not looking at Sheffield Wednesday going, ah, oh, maybe if we should stuck with Bruce, we'd have been better off. Because we weren't, we were going nowhere. We made the right decision and we move on as fans. That's what, that's what happens, we've got our new man in now. When you see articles like this and they're just talking it's rubbish, it's just pointless. It just fuels a bit of fire before the game, but to get clicks, basically. Because yeah, Villa fans are all over it and we're talking about it, so it's job done, isn't it? The, re- the decision to sack him was purely footballing based. We- Villa weren't getting results. He's gone to Sheffield Wednesday and he is getting results. Great. So I hope yeah. Sheffield Wednesday fans are happy, but 
we had to move on when we did, and we did. We've got Dean yeah. Smith now, and ultimately we're looking better, Sheffield Wednesday looking better. To be honest, everyone should be happy with how, how things are going at the moment. It's sort of like a really noxious relationship, and it came at the worst time for Steve Bruce, and at a time when we were looking at you know brighter things. Obviously, it's just come to a point where it's fallen, completely fallen apart, and both parties actually are better off. Yeah, Sheffield 100%. Wednesday fans are really enjoying Steve Bruce, and but we were at one point, yeah. and then we didn't. That's football, isn't it? And this time next year, they might be going. We had a great run last year under Bruce. We didn't quite make it to playoffs, and now no. look at us. We're in financial disarray, like we were. Yeah, let's when he's go. trying to get John Terry in for hundred k a week. Going back to the article, the you know it all came to head. Villa fans were retweeting and laughing at it. And uh, Boki Wright said, you know, that just proves my point. I'll stick with the bloke who's won a promotion four times. And like, it didn't it didn't work for us, but if it works for you, yeah, go exactly. for it. Just yeah. keep to what you to what you're doing. <laughs> I saw Matt Kendrick did a, a reply article to it that was actually very yeah. good. It made me laugh a few times. It was a, a nice. Uh, what was it? Something about. Uh, Something grocery, grocery misconduct yeah. about the cabbage incident. That was that was a good line. <laughs> that's Pete Kendrick. Uh, so that's yeah. on my Twitter. If you want to go and have a, a little chuckle at Kendrick, uh, with Kendrick, no. <laughs> Let's go back to the game. I'm sick of speaking about Steve Bruce. That was a tongue twister to get out. Mm. Um, Let's talk about Villa for this game. What what sort of formation and, and, and lineup are you looking at for, for Villa this week? It's changes it's, in the midfield, maybe. I don't know why I say that, I'm just putting something Yeah, I think um, mostly it will stay the same. I think the main change I'll be looking at is, is Twanze be ready to come back. Do you change it though? Like we've for me? We've only conceded one goal and it was a set piece. Like we were saying before, don't change it if things are going alright. Concede a set piece which was probably a keeping error. I don't think you yeah. change the defence because of that. Well, House but probably then, stays in at left back. No, I know that, but does Taylor deserve to be dropped? Not necessarily, but that's football, isn't it? No, I mean, no, Trans Abbey is a good player. Trans Abbey's probably only here, only here for a few more months, right, on loan. There's talk about he was yeah, coming back next year, but that's... Until that's done. That was the sun, I think, so. Until that's done, it's not happening, basically, is it? Until it's done and dusted. True. It's not until happening. Until the fat lady sings. But uh, no, if you've got one of the best centre-backs in the Championship, one of the best passing centre-backs in the Championship, yeah, it's wasted on them. And you're getting Courtney House at the end of the season, Put him at left back. Bring a right-footed centre back in, yeah. who could Balance. be excellent with Tyrone Mings. We don't know, but now's the time to look at a move like that. Is it though? Maybe maybe to Rotherham. So is it is it worth changing? I think you'd only change it because of not because anyone's done bad, which I guess is a good good situation to be in. We're yeah. not going bring him back in quick because we need him. We're going. Maybe we need fresh legs because we're playing a lot of games again. Well, there is a part of me that's just saying this because saying, oh, you keep it the same, we're done, is uh, not we'll really We'll move on to the next segment. <laughs> yeah. But no, there, a big there's, part of me is There's pros and cons to both situations, I think, yeah. because keeping a back four that's not really conceding goals together is obviously great. Yeah. But like you say, you've got one of the best ball-playing centre-backs sat on your bench doing <laughs> nothing, like one of Man United's probably best prospects. Yeah, just not a to be honest, but there you go. I feel sorry for Neil Taylor, but... That's football, isn't that it? That is football. Yeah. I felt... Sorry for a few of their players over the last I've few years. Tommy yeah. Elphick, one yeah. most notably of players that just get dropped for no real reason. And a few months ago, people would be going, "God, God, yeah, get Neil Taylor out of the team, out the team as soon as possible." But on this recent run we've been on, he's been good like everybody else. Green and El Ghazi, they the two options that we stick with. Or is it time to to change it up a bit? I think Green struggled, and that's mainly because he's on the wrong side. It's his right foot, right? He's right footed and he's yeah. on the right. But he's always looked better on the left. That's where he's looked most dynamic. But El Ghazi's just own that place now that's, yeah. that's his but Green 
he's got time on his side, so I don't see the harm in giving him another game. He's not cost filler or anything to yeah. play there. He's you know maybe done fairly average, under average, missed a few crosses. And people are going to remember the crosses that go miles wide rather than the crosses that no one's running into the box to uh, yeah. to receive. But I think he deserves another game there. He's the talent that's obviously Villa want to to produce on the wing. So let him have another game. What's you know as much as I love Albert Adoma and as much as he shows, Green's going to be here next season. True. Um, Green's going to be here the season after. Well, not left if Maybe. contract situation, <laughs> but um, I think that they roll with Green. Yeah, see what happens. If he's not cutting it on the the wing in this game, maybe we talk about dropping him for Rotherham, or maybe we carry on for the Rotherham game. But it's a it's a conversation for the future. I think that position it's going to stay the same. I can't see I can't see what option you bring in there to make the entire side better because Andre Green's not doing much wrong. He's wasting a few crosses. He looks a bit off balance, but those aren't massive, massive crimes in my opinion. What, I think. What about the fans? What do you think sort of reception <laughs> do you think he'll get? He's going to get a hostile one. There's no no doubt in my mind that he's going to get a... Well, it's not, when I say hostile, I don't mean aggressive. I, think I mean, be, he's going to be quite jovial and... Yeah. But it's going to be loud. Whatever happens, it's going to be loud because it's Villa fans away. I think we're taking 3,000, is it? It could, even, it could be a lot more. It could be a lot more I think than it, was, that. it was less than I asked for more, but I don't know how many they've actually sold. It won't be any horrible abuse. I think it'll just be what, sit what down and potato head or something like yeah, that. Like, like that probably, yeah, that's probably true. That probably will come or out. Actually. Something about cabbage. I've forgotten about that. That will be there or thereabouts. Yeah. yeah something like, it'll just be funny. And if he takes offence to that, that's odd. But there you go. I don't think it will. He doesn't seem the type, but... He'll say something. Oh, he's not going to get a positive reception as he's playing away from home. We both want to win. We're not going to go there and sing his name and yeah. applaud him because ultimately when he went there wasn't really many people that were disappointed that he was being sacked he wasn't apart from maybe a couple no one was extremely happy that we sacked it was just like there we go that's happened it's done it's just we can move on exactly so when you see articles and people I mean we've spent probably 10 minutes of this preview talking about <laughs> Steve, Steve Bruce. Bruce when I've sat there and said <laughs> I don't care about Steve Bruce probably tells you what you need to know but ultimately yeah move on I hope we beat him yeah, I hope we smash him yeah, of course I do. I want to do that for every game. And the they fact hope they Steve, smash us. It yeah, goes fact, both ways. The fact that Steve Bruce there is irrelevant. I yeah. want to go there and win, just like I want to go with every other game. Can we get a prediction? Because we didn't. We, we got so carried away with our great chat for yeah. the last preview, we didn't even do a prediction. Did we not? No, no, no we didn't. Dan had to do one, didn't he? And he did that weird acting job, didn't he? Like, put the front, yeah. Oh, you called it weird. Yeah. yeah. He won't watch this anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> prediction, what do you reckon? Um, I'm um, Honestly, I think I'll go for 1-1. One, one. Sheffield Wednesday have conceded one set piece goal at home all season, and I think Villa maybe can f- can afford something there. But I think I don't Would know. You take a draw. I'll take a draw happily because I think as long as you're not losing, a, you know, a draw in this situation is probably a point picked up. It's a way. Look at Rotherham for three points. Then we move on to Bristol, and that's a six pointer. Um, you, you're going to draw a few games. This is there. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've stepped in it there because I've already said it was a bloody six-pointer. They're there or thereabouts, <laughs> aren't they? No, I think there. I want to win. I'd what be really happy with a win, but a draw wouldn't be the end of the world. When Bruce was Hall manager, I don't know, you remember the clip? Oh, that was one when of my Greenish first... Greenish got yeah. caned, like, this was going back, oh, what, four, five, six years? Yeah, I think that I had a season ticket for ages and I stopped going because I went to college uni and suddenly no one was paying for my season ticket anymore. <laughs> um, and I'd come back for that game and I was like... This Jack Grealish looks good, and he comes on, and he just gets kicked there's across a, a the pitch. He's a clip on like four tackles in a row, and he just gets absolutely caned. Yeah, I think Steve Bruce, if he knows one thing, it's the weaknesses of his Villa side, or what rolls them up 
and I think there is a part of him that might not want to. I feel because I feel Jack Grealish like, loves getting kicked. Yeah, I'd feel weird about if Bruce came out and intentionally said like we're gonna. Like obviously, we don't say, but he tells his team to kick Grealish all over the park. I think individually, the players probably, won't that, do that. That probably does happen, yeah. but I feel weird about I don't him being our ex-manager and going, right, this is what we're going to do today, we're going to kick Villa's best player about. Because I know that's what people do, but the fact that he was here and he got good things out of Jack Grealish, for yeah. him to him to go, right, batter him all game, I think feels weird to me. Wednesday, if there's one thing that they do well, it's been quite aggressive in midfield and not in terms of like laying people out, like just winning the ball. And Barry Bannon does it quite well. Oh, yeah, Barry Bannon, I forgot about him. And um, Sam Hutchinson does it quite well, but Bannon, you look at him and that's kind of... Bannon versus McGinn. Yeah, Two there's, there's a lot of similar players, like even Bannon and Grealish. You've got these kind of attacking-minded players who do get involved in dirty work. And it's just, it's going to who wins those battles. And I think Villa, Grealish and McGinn are head and shoulders above anyone in that midfield. Easy. Yeah. But when it comes to that game situation, who knows? I'm going to go 2-0 Villa. Really? Yeah. No, I'm not against it. I think one, I was just going for the, the simple... I think that the draw is a sensible shout as a prediction. Yeah. But let's win it. Oh yeah, I'm not saying, oh, let's go I don't it. want to... No, I know that, but I'm just saying, yeah, let's make it six in a row. Yeah, but you made me look negative now. Oh, well, you are negative. I'm not negative, negative James, we all know. If you've enjoyed this preview, leave a like down below, subscribe to the Villa View YouTube channel. If you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts these days, then leave a review if you can. Send us some nice tweets and stuff. Um, we've also been nominated for three FBA categories, I guess. Yes. Uh, yeah. Best podcast, best club content creator, and best established content creator, I think. Uh, I did a video about it yesterday, so I'll leave a link to that down below where you can go and find out how you can vote. Get involved on Twitter, Instagram, and the FBA's website. I think you're, isn't 7500 up for an award? Yeah, as best well? established. You're in our <laughs> yeah. category? Okay. No, this is, he's this. in our category. No, no, no. Yeah. no. If, if you go on to best established, make sure you vote for us. Um, <laughs> nah, if you want to go, I'm, I voted for you because I didn't want to vote for us. I voted for me, yeah. You vote for yourself? Yeah, and you, and Villa on tour. In the same category, though. In, if we're in the uh, same category, you can't vote for both. No, and a different one. Best podcast, mate. Oh, so you didn't vote in that cat. You vote for you in your category. Because it's the only category I'm in, so I'm going to vote oh, for yeah, that. that's true, yeah. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, all the usual stuff, and up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.